we're rolling. Touch your hands, Steve. What? David Addison, good to see you here at uh, Knock Hill. First of all, missed you at Alton Park. You were on your exotic travels. There was a very long race at Spa for 24 hours, and um, because of the dramas of travelling to and from, I'd been there the week before, and I had to be there for some of that weekend, and it was just easier all round to stay. But the downside of that is that because I like Belgian beer, I, I was there, there for 10 days, and it's taken me another 10 to sober up. I feel a bit pickled since then, so it's quite nice to get back to bracing Scottish weather, uh, which is a bit of a wake-up call. You, you suddenly become very awake in the cold, blustery weather that we've got on Friday here at Knock Hill. Absolutely. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Knock Hill in a second. Um, I presume that you've caught up with what happened at Alton Park. It was a bonkers, crazy week, uh, racing weekend. Another of those days where so many people went away with a hard luck story and a what if. You know, it gave us some, as you say, some good results, some interesting results, and an awful lot of people with huge disappointment. Um, Colin Turkington in strife yet again, Tom Ingram in strife, Ash Sutton in strife. <sighs> Yeah, and it, it proves the point, doesn't it, that we've talked about before, that you need to bank points at any opportunity. And, and you can't plan, particularly, because you can't really legislate for what the other 20-odd people around you are going to do. Yeah, Dan Rowbottom's uh, maiden win, uh, a win for Ayrton Senna. Uh, not Ayrton Senna at all. Senna, Senna Proctor. Proctor. Yes. Do you know, I called him <laughs> I called him Ayrton after an interview I did with him after his poll, and he looked at me and just like, you know, and I'm sure lots of people do it. Um, but good for those drivers and to see them on the top of the podium. Yeah, I mean, if you go back... Was it three years ago? We had that season with 17 different winners. Mm. And we'll probably never have a year like that. But it is good to have different people winning. And somebody like Dan Rowbottom, for want of a better phrase, is, is almost a poster boy for the championship because it proves that you don't have to be in this for year after year after year to become a winner. If you've got talent, and admittedly, if you are with the right team and you've got a good car, which he clearly has, then... You can win races. Um, but people shouldn't be deterred from looking at the BTCC if they've been racing in, in, in national racing, thinking, well, I could never beat a Ingram or a Plato or a Shedden or a whoever, because if you've got the ability, you can. Yes, option tyres help. Yes, reverse grids can help. But Dan's win, yes, there was the red flag. But that was on merit. That was from being up at the pointy end of the grid. Yeah, it was. Um all of the top runners carrying ballast, of course, this weekend at uh, Knock Hill. And that is a crippler on this circuit, isn't it? It is, because you've got lots of bits that go down, but an awful lot that go up the other <laughs> side. And, of course, one of them is that if you don't qualify brilliantly, yeah. your race starts on a hill. Uh, you know, the, the, the grid is uphill. You've got that long climb out of the hairpin, uh, which with maximum weight really is going to hurt. But having said that, Ash Sutton last year was able to carry the weight to win another race. So... It, it's, it doesn't necessarily follow that you are going to have a dreadful race with maximum ballast. Um, it's going to make life harder, that's for sure. And, of course, the weight's changed again for this year. But uh, it will hurt. Uh, it'll hurt some cars more than others. And it will give other drivers that chance. And because this is a tight, twisty, short lap and it's a relatively narrow lap, if you're stuck behind somebody with weight, you've got to get on with the programme pretty quick because the guy ahead of you... He's, he's going to be able to pull away. Yeah. We're going to see some new names on the podium this weekend? Oh, it's very possible. Um, you go into a weekend like Knock Hill particularly, not only not knowing what to predict in terms of what the circuit can offer you, but also what the weather can offer. Qualifying, first of all, I think is going to be really interesting because you're going to have people qualifying on the soft tyre. We could get an under 50 second lap around here in qualifying. And based on that, a... 
the times and the speed for the shortness of the lap, but factoring in how important it is to get clear track space, that could give you a completely bizarre grid. Um, that's even before you get to the first race. That's long before you get to race three with a reverse grid to then start thinking about who might be where and what that does for your podium. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I know I've said this to you before, Steve, but if you take the entry list and a pin and you put one into the other, you'll be, you know, that, that's roughly how you're going to sort out who's going to be on the podium because it is pretty much wide open again. Just looking out of the studio window here, we can see grey sky and it's been drizzly and uh, that fabulous wind that whistles down there. Uh, Take your sunglasses down. off then, yes, shall I? Yes. They're there in optimism. Gillian Shedden has promised me um, that there is going to be sunshine tomorrow uh, and it's going okay. to be about 19 degrees. And all the weather forecasts seem to suggest that's the case, um, which will make it really interesting because one small drop of rain here changes everything very quickly, doesn't it? It does indeed, yes. Uh, a wet road during the qualifying session will be quite lively. Um, a mixed weather race day. Um, I, I know the teams hate Tim Harvey and I for talking about mixed weather conditions, but it doesn't half make racing good because you're trying to second guess what the elements are like. And a road that starts wet and dries out and people gambling on tyres always makes it fascinating. I think, though, after Alton Park... Yes, we want some really good, exciting racing. We'd like it to be less bruising than we had at Alton. You know, if you think back to here last year, there was that big accident uh, coming out of the chicane that Mike Bushell and Ollie Jackson and others got involved in. So I think the teams would quite like to leave here with only another you know, under two weeks before they have to rock up at Thruxton yeah. with as little damage to repair as possible. But good luck with that, because this is Knock Hill and anything can happen. Absolutely. Um, Paul Rivette uh, joining the uh, series again. Uh, good to see him back. It is. Um, I mean, Paul's a class act, as we've seen in one mate saloon car racing and indeed in his occasional track racing exploits. But I, I still have an element of sympathy for people like Paul or whoever it is that are thrown into a car uh, for a guest outing. Because everybody looks to see, right, what are you going to be able to do? Um, but you need proper seat time. You, you know, you... you we're talking about Dan Robottom having had his first win. Well, you know, he's done a bit of testing with Dynamics. He's done every race this year with them. He, of course, drove in the championship in 2019 for Sicily. Um, yes, I know Paul drove in the, the Audi last year, but it's very, very hard to really gauge what a driver is like when they are completely thrown in, not at the deep end in Paul Rivette's case, granted, but with limited time, whereas what you need is a full season. And I would love to see him do a full season because he has got the ability to be a race winner in the championship, but whether it's on his first weekend and possibly his only weekend yeah. being thrown into a car that um, hasn't yet been a podium-finishing car, that particular one, who knows? But I'm pleased he's on the grid, don't misunderstand yeah. me, but I'd like to see more of him and I'd like to see a full season of him and then we can really judge what he's capable of. Who, final question, who is going to be leading the championship when we switch the lights off here at Knock Hill? Well, um, I think based on the evidence of what we've seen in the championship thus far, and the nature that you must factor in of rear-wheel drive and front-wheel drive here, and the possibility of weather conditions that almost unequivocally I would put money on the championship leader leaving Knock Hill being the driver with most points. <laughs> You're absolutely bang on the money once again, David. Thank you very much. We'll all be waving to you in your little ITV bubble this weekend. Uh, what's the television um, timings for this weekend? Uh, that's a very good question. You haven't um, your schedule, I haven't checked you? my schedule, no, because a man <laughs> says in my ear and cue and I start talking, and it's as simple as that. But ITV4, we, though, as you I know? think it, we are on ITV4 this okay. weekend, yeah, because there are fewer clashes with other sporting events. But as ever, qualifying um, itv.com slash btcc on Saturday, and then all day Sunday, uh, sport races, highlights of those races that will have happened first thing before we're on air. So, yeah, busy day for us all. Fantastic. Thanks, David. Thanks, Steve.